0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, your smart speaker. Download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All phone guests join on the Goodyear hotline. Max, what is the right direction? Yeah, uh, by
1: the way, I how feel about- myself going in the right... What, what is the right direction? What, what does that mean? Other than just coaching
0: talk. I mean, think about what the, the, the metaphor he used. Key, J... He said, you know, he knows what it looks like. And right now they're pouring the foundation. They hired Gettleman four years ago. If you hired a GC uh, key four years ago and he told you four years later they're pouring the foundation, you'd be like, four years later? You're pouring the foundation? Are you. Get get down in there with the cement. What are you talking about four years later you're pouring the
2: foundation? Am I wrong? Well, no, he's not. He's not. No, you're wrong. He's not wrong. Yes. How's Max wrong? Because that's not remember, that's not Gettleman that's speaking. It's Joe Judge that's talking. And the foundation is being poor for Joe. Joe Judge is separating himself from Gettelman. Mm-hmm. If you if you listening to him instead of your little emotions, your little emotion, giant emotions, you gotta listen to the coach. The coach is separating himself from the general manager. Okay. By speaking to some pieces in the foundation, and I know what I see. I see, not we see. So well, you got to pay, pay. No, no,
0: Key, I'm not on Joe Judge for that. I
2: agree No, no, with I'm that. just saying you got to pay attention to him. He's protecting him. That's why we pay, played his post presser, so we're listening to him. He ain't mentioning Gettleman, no doubt. But you, you're I'm mentioning Gettleman. On Gettleman. But, but don't that's worry why. about Gettleman. But that's Gettleman, why that because Gettleman stuff is taking care of itself. I can assure you, Gettleman will not be the general manager beyond this. Well, season.
0: Well, that's fine. I hear you. But as a, that's why I'm saying, like, as a Giants fan, I'm sitting here going, when you made the hire, all the Giants fans said this is going to be a disaster. Every step of the way, Giants fans are saying. This is a disaster. Four years later, aha! It was a disaster, right? Like, like I, I want to, you know what I want to see? I want to see. Are
2: still there? And the new coach has only been on the job a year and three quarters of a season. Fair enough. I'm not coming at Joe Judge. Jay, you, you
0: you're not well, happy with Judge. Well, I mean, you
1: can come at Joe Judge a little bit here. I mean, I, I hear what you guys are both saying as it relates to Gettleman in, in the draft picks and what could have been, but. You know, all I've been hearing about is discipline. I just keep continue to see a team that's very undisciplined. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, not playing without D- Daniel Jones, I get that. Mike Glenn, I understand all these pieces. But still, like, you know, Key, you talked about last game for Saquon Barkley. Like, I want to see him being used. Like,
2: utilize our best player to the best of his degree. You you certainly want to see what you have in Saquon Barkley. But if the team if – the, if the game – in the Florida game is not allowing you as an offense to figure out what he is, that's okay right now. Because you're not even with the system. I mean, you're not even with the the coaches you're gonna be with next year. Like Freddie Kitchens is not calling plays for the Giants beyond these next four games. It's just not it it's factually true. He's not gonna be their offensive play caller in 2022. He's just there on an the interim basis because they realize that Jason Garrett was not getting it done. Joe Judge, on the other hand, sees some talent just like I do for the Giants. I've always seen there's some talent. The problem is coaching them up and getting them to do the right things. That falls on the coaching staff as a whole. That's why there'll be immense changes come the offseason on the coaching staff. Yeah, and the
0: Giants, by the way, I'm not denying. Like, It's too early. The jury is out on Joe Judge. The jury is out jury is in on Gettleman and let's be honest about Daniel Jones he might one day be a solid NFL quarterback you know there are flashes right and you can win just with a solid NFL quarterback if he's great on third down and money in the playoffs but you're banking on that it's not a wise thing to try to stack the deck in your favor banking on a guy playing out of his mind in the playoffs. The, the best way to do it is just go get a great quarterback. The Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, and now you see it in Justin Herbert. If you have a chance to get but that Max, guy,
2: go get act him. you like that. that you'll be acting like it just you can walk down the street, look at a tree, and just get a ladder and pull it out the tree. No, well, well, no, not exactly. But if
0: you're drafting near the top of the draft year in and year out, at a certain point, Key, I could say, ho, ho, timeout. You drafted up there four or five years in a row. Here are the great quarterbacks who've come out in that time. Here is a Justin Herbert, and you ain't got him. Or or, you know that there's
2: more. You know that there's more top five quarterbacks that didn't pan out in the National Football League than any position, on an average. I get you. I get it. But that's not. It's his job to evaluate talent,
0: and they reached at six for Jones and they've doubled down and thrown bad money after good and it will keep them in this pattern of let's see what we have in Daniel Jones for the next several years Giants fans understand they ain't going anywhere for
1: years it's a lot of example guys like you know the Phoenix Suns James Jones their GM oh okay Devin Booker I like the way he plays reminds me a little bit of Kobe Bryant let me get him oh okay DeAndre a A and I can put him in this series Oh, let me go get this guy in free agency. Oh, Mikel Bridges—he'll be a late first-round pick, but I can I can pick him up the right way. It's about putting together the right pieces of a team that is now going to the NBA championship. It's one of the best teams in NBA right now. It's like the same with Bill Belichick. Oh, okay, we have to retool. I'm gonna wait for my guy, Mac Jones. He's gonna be the guy. So I keep sitting, seeing other franchises hit, right, and then I keep seeing our franchise. You know what it is miss. that you're
0: describing and what he's describing to me, Key. What Jay is just describing is. Belichick taking a sober look at things. There are franchises that want to squint and see what they want to see because they need it. If they need a quarterback, they squint and they go, ooh, there it is in this draft. I can you get him understand.
2: now. You do understand if, if Daniel Jones is playing for Bill Belichick right now, the Patriots might be in the same position.
0: Yeah,
3: I
2: agree with that. I think Daniel Jones uh, I don't think Bill
1: Belichick will ever draft Daniel Jones. If, well, he if, might if, if, if the if value was, was right. There, yeah, if, if he, he was, was sitting
2: there, there – he'd take Daniel Jones and the Patriots would be in the same spot. I agree with that. they're but he, not going to utilize him at the same level that the Giants utilize him And if he that. was
0: coached by, by Belichick and them, he wouldn't be making the same mistakes. I'm exactly. just saying what, what Belichick would never do is reach for Jan, Daniel Jones. say What Belichick would do is get Daniel Jones in the second round. He wouldn't reach for him at six. What he would never do is draft a running back second overall. Never. It'll never happen. World, world could could go on for a trillion years. He's never <laughs> drafting a running back in, with the second pick in the draft.
2: No, you're right about that.
0: Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, so like, of course, if you're drafting all the time high up, you're going to have some talent on your team. But where are you getting the talent? What are you
2: shooting your your capital on? It's
0: they're, 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 like the Giants are a mess. And,
2: and you, the guy you know who I so want. so funny? Yeah. DeAndre Baker sure looks good for the Kansas City Chiefs. Wasn't he <laughs> a Giant once upon a <laughs> time? You're
0: right. It's drafting and development is the other thing. Drafting That's all I'm
2: saying. He yeah. was a guy that was drafted by Dave Gettleman, had red flags, got in trouble, whatever the case is, got released. But now he's at the Kansas City Chiefs balling. <laughs> Isn't it amazing when you go somewhere that makes sense? What I want is John Mara to step up to the
0: mic and say, you know what? I have failed miserably as CEO and especially team president. It is very clear that the results I've gotten are totally substandard for any market, but especially for the New York football giants over the last 10 years. Thought I could fix it with my last GM hire. That was a colossal mistake. I have to hire a better president than me as the owner. That's what I want to hear. Some accountability from the man on top, Key. That's what I want to hear. You're not going to hear it. Not going to hear it, Emma. You're not going to get what you want. Not at all. Keyshawn J. William Max is presented by Progressive Insurance, protecting your business with specialized coverages for your commercial vehicles. More at progressivecommercial.com. We're asking at Key J and Max who the best team in the AFC is right now. On that note, let's play. Believe it or not. Believe it
3: or
2: not. Hola, huh? Even Ripley is wondering. Do you believe it or not?
0: Okay, Pat, producing today, why don't you Why don't you come in here and set us up for Believe It or Not? Let's
4: go, PC. Sure, guys, let's do it. Believe it or not, we're going to do serious AFC Super Bowl contenders coming off of yesterday's uh, slate of games. So, Key, we'll start with you on this one. The Patriots, the team we were just talking about, believe it or not, that they're a serious Super Bowl contender.
2: I certainly believe that they are a serious Super Bowl contender. When you look at the couple teams that are left in the AFC down the wire, they're certainly – uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, the, the New England Patriots are right there sitting here. And Bill Belichick, he's done it. He's been in this position before. He understands it. A lot of people uh, had the Buffalo Bills running away with the division. I think I was probably one of the only ones that felt like, based on the money that they spent in the offseason, and not even Daniel Jones. I was thinking originally Cam Newton. But based on the way that they retooled everything, that they were going to give the Bills a run for the money. Guess what? They are in front of them right now. They are the number one seed in the AFC Conference.
1: Yeah, that's easy. That's believe it. You got the greatest coach of all time. You have a team that kills you with a death by a thousand cuts. And you have a quarterback that they keep in the reins and doesn't try to overdo things. And they execute, man. There's something about a team that executes each and every down.
0: Believe it, no one's ever even been to the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback, but records are meant to be broken. And by the way, Mac Jones, as much as we kind of downplay the talent and this and that, like broke every passing record in college at Alabama, like Mac Jones is not just, hey, steady Eddie guy who you got late in the draft and can hold things down. I think he's better than that. I think the Patriots
4: are live. Jay, we'll start with you on this one because the team you've been uh, riding for this season. Uh, nope.
1: Nope. Which one? I don't believe it. That's easy. <laughs> uh, you don't have to say Bills. their name. I, Jay, I, believe I,
4: it or not, serious Bing, contenders. Bye.
1: Look, I, I don't believe it. Is there a chance they get hot? But I, I still think, watching the way they got punished on the ground, um, something about the Bills just feels off. And Josh Allen, third game last night, he rushed over 100 yards. Incredible opportunity. Still think that was a P.I. that could have been called on digs. But at the end of the day, I mean, they got themselves in a pretty big hole. And uh, I I think the Bills are out of it.
0: Uh, I believe it. I think it's in there somewhere. I have to admit they're getting gashed on the ground. But I I don't know. Until a couple weeks ago, they look great. And then all the – you know, it started falling apart because they can't, can't stop the run. But if they were stopping the run early, they're top five in the league, six in the league against the run, suddenly they just
1: forgot they how to do it. I don't know. They playing against them. I
2: think a lot of people too, put too much heat on the Buffalo Bills. They got too hyped about the way that they finished a year ago, and they just felt like, oh, the Bills are going to roll. It's like, well, okay, they took – they played well. They went to the AFC Championship game. But this team, in my opinion – is not for the long haul. They've got to do some things this Mm offseason. If they want to continue to push in the AFC uh, East, they're going to have to do some things in the offseason to address a few spots on their side of the ball, on the offensive side of the ball.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Way to to throw me a dagger, Pat. Thank you. Next.
4: (laughs) Okay, we'll we'll, we'll start with you on this one because last week you said uh, that you were not sold on Tua. So are the Dolphins serious contenders to uh, compete for a Super Bowl? No, Better I don't not.
2: think they. Are. I don't think they are serious contenders to, to. I believe not. They are not serious contenders to contend for a Super Bowl title. Uh, they've had some flashes. To had some some you know some mediocre flashes, but they're not sold on to it. Because if they was sold on to it, they wouldn't have flirted with several quarterbacks that's out there that could potentially be available to them in the offseason.
1: Yeah, I, I don't believe them to be Super Bowl contenders at all. Um, but look, I will tell you, they're going to win six in a row. I mean, they're going to beat the Jets and I think is playing a lot better to the point where his completion percentage is so high, it really, as a coaching staff, would have to make you say, man, he's really showing improvement. He's really progressing in the right way. If he continues on this progressment chart, like, where will he be? I'm not saying it doesn't make you take the Sean Watson if he's available, but it definitely makes you rethink it to a degree.
0: Uh, you know, it's also cool just watching a left-handed quarterback. It just always looks kind of, especially this dude's been crazy accurate recently. Uh I'd I like the Dolphins to compete at the top of the division when the season started. That hasn't quite happened, but you can see where it's in there somewhere. Like I, 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 if, if they have to stay with two, I think they're okay.
4: Shout out to Jay for progressment on that one. I'm not sure. Progressment? I don't think that's a word, Jay.
0: But. Yeah, well it just happened. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> um,
1: believe it Urban or not. Urban dictionary Max, progressment.
4: Progressment. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> believe it or not. Believe it or not, Max, we'll start with you on this one. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are the serious Super Bowl contenders.
0: Not. Um, if Lamar is healthy, then yes, because it's, even though it's unlikely, he can paper over a lot of your problems for three, four games, even with the chips on the line. I think he could do it. But without Lamar, it's a wrap. I mean, Huntley's pretty good, but Lamar has three times this year been the best football player on earth, and that's the only reason they won those three games. And if you take that away and replace him with just a normal good player, and Huntley might be good. They ain't going to win those games. They're not even in the conversation. They need Lamar. It's a bust.
2: Go ahead, Key. Oh, I I thought you were going to go because you were sitting right there. Um, Look, the Ravens are are not two-bowl contenders. Even with Lamar in the lineup, there's too many holes on the back end. There's no Marcus Peters. There's no Humphrey. Uh, Deshaun Elliott is gone. I mean, when you start to just look at from a defensive standpoint, they're missing so many bodies. Now when we go to the offense – Who's the running back? I mean, like, who, who's helping in the rushing attack game with Lamar? And, and, so when you start to look at all of that, it's like, I like it. I like Harbaugh. I like the quarterback. I like the team. But too many injuries have caught up to them. And, you know, they're going to be a one-and-done type playoff team.
1: Yeah, I don't believe it. I'm with both Kia and Max here. I mean, I Lamar Jackson is special. It just – you can't put – I mean, the entire – Weight of the franchise is on my man's shoulders each and every down. So him battling off that injury, I, I, I just don't see them going very far.
4: Let's stay in that division key. The Browns, believe it or not, are serious Super Bowl contenders.
2: They, they are serious Super Bowl contenders. And here's why. If they could somehow get a home playoff game, win the division and get a home playoff game, then I think they have what is the recipe for success. A dominant pass rush with Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney coming off the edge. Shut down corners and Greedy Williams along with Denzel Ward. Top notch secondary as a whole. A tight end that can get open in a running game that's portable that can move to different stadiums. They could be serious contenders because I don't need the quarterback to do all that much.
1: I I don't believe it. Um, Obviously, his team has battled through a ton of injuries. Baker himself has battled through injuries. I know their running game is something that can go anywhere it wants, but at the end of the day, even with Miles Garrett playing the way they do, just something still feels off about the Browns. It doesn't feel like they are the complete package. And I know every team goes through their challenging times. It just seems like I don't know if they're going to come out of their challenging times.
0: Not Baker's too banged up, and that shot he took – He got absolutely trucked. Here is where we sit, like uh, Key and Jay, Key has talked a lot about, and also other football guests we've had, talked about the size of quarterbacks. You know, do you draft a guy up high? Baker's a small guy to be taking those kind of shots, and I think ultimately that undoes the Browns. It'll be their undoing. They're not real Super Bowl contenders this year.
4: You know what, one more from that division, because why not? The Bengals, Jay, we'll start with you. The Bengals, believe it or not, serious Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. I,
1: I, I believe it to a degree. I mean, look, you can't take the ball off Joe, ball, ball of Joe Burrow's hands down the stretch. But with the talent they have from the wide receiver position, with Joe Mixon, with the way to run, their defense has gotten better. I think at the end of the day, Cincinnati has the talent to be there. I definitely believe in Cincinnati more than I believe in the Browns.
0: Yeah, I would say they're not serious Super Bowl contenders. They're flirting Super Bowl contenders. Like, it looks to me like next year. They need this year to figure stuff out. Next year, they're going to be among the favorites. This year, Key, I would say they're flirting with it, so but they're not serious. It this year. You don't believe this year. I don't believe year. it. Okay. No.
2: Key, what um, do you think, Bengals? No, I'm just thinking. Um, I would say that they are a year ahead of schedule, very young. Uh, Zach Taylor is one of the top uh, two coaches in the NFL, <laughs> and uh, they got a long ways to go. I don't think that they're there, not at all. They got a long ways to go.
4: The Tennessee Titans. Max, we'll start with you. Believe it or not, serious Super Bowl contenders coming out of the AFC.
2: Not. Um, I,
0: like, uh, Let me see Derrick Henry back and healthy before I say yes. And I like them. They're good. They're the kind of team that could win a Super Bowl if everything's right. But they have the kind of quarterback, athletic, good—the whole thing—that you don't really believe is in that special category until you see it. He would have to come up very, very clutch, Tannehill.
2: Man, to I win didn't the whole catch thing. my top two. I missed oh, that. I caught your top two. I... <laughs> He's a top two coach. Oh, no, man. no, we caught it. Come we caught we caught it. Caught it. on, catch that. Quote for itself. No, no, it was caught. <laughs> nothing. Nothing was. No Algalore Al- Al- here. We we caught it.
3: <laughs>
2: i believe that with conviction
1: I'm, I'm with you max on tennessee i mean if, if Derek henry it would have been a completely different conversation but both tennessee and the buffalo bills i'm just disappointed yeah, overall. yeah
2: tennessee's not a contender let's just move on yeah yep. keep right. it
1: positive way to keep a positive key
4: last two here guys the colts believe it or not key we'll start with you serious contenders in the afc
2: Uh, I, I do believe so, and here's why. If they win the division, I think they got a quality running game, right, that's portable. They got a defense that's solid and sound that can play lights out football, and they got a quarterback that can play football. I know a lot of people don't like Carson Wentz, especially people in Philadelphia or people on the East Coast. They feel a certain way about him. But this dude can play. And I think as long as he continues to have success and not turn the football over, the Indianapolis Colts will be in a position to fight it out to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, not,
0: I don't believe it. Maybe if they had Nick Foles on the bench, I would believe it for when it starts getting hairy. See, but, that's I mean, that
2: personal attack. I, like I was talking about. That's not personal.
0: It's it's based on all the things I've seen from Carson Wentz, and I will I'll be the first to say it. Carson Wentz went from great early in his career steady slide down till he was terrible, which I identified before anyone else, by the way, when everyone was saying in the second half of that, you're always an MVP. I was like, no, watch him play. He's not good. And he got worse and worse till he lost his job. This year, he's good. He's playing good football, as Key would say. Steady and sound when they need him to, making big plays when they need him to. But I've also noticed choking in certain moments. And I think that'll continue in the playoffs.
2: Hey, Max, you do know his numbers is very eerily similar to... When he was having an MVP season, no mm-hmm. doubt. I, I just <laughs> gave all him his props. props. Tell him I kids. gave him his props, but I don't just believe saying. him. In, I don't
0: believe in him under pressure.
1: I, I'm just saying uh, they could squeak it out here, guys. I mean, look, it's game against the Pats at home. I mean, big time game. Then on the road against the Cardinals, but lost, lost. Key talks about that Porto game. Like John the Taylor, man. I mean, that yeah. defense too. The way they're playing, Carson Wentz, the numbers are solid. Not turning the ball over has been something he's been a lot better at. I, I kind of believe it.
4: All right, last one here. Dave Rothenberg's new favorite team, apparently, and, and quarterback, uh, the Chargers. Believe it or not, as serious contenders in the AFC. Max, we'll start with you.
0: Believe it. Um, they got they got Justin Herbert, a big, excellent left tackle. He's got a ton of weapons, and it's they're a long shot, but they got a puncher's chance because of Justin Herbert.
1: I. I believe it to a degree, but I, I don't believe No, actually, I take it back. I don't believe it this year. I, I think next year I will have a lot more similar to what you had before. You know what I mean? Like a Cincinnati, Cincinnati Chargers. Cincinnati, like yeah. a, a little yeah. bit away. Yeah. Like I kind of believe that about Chargers. It's there. I just don't know if I see it coming to fruition this year. Yeah.
2: The Chargers are a lot like the Bengals a year ahead of schedule. Um, I think as they continue to build and, and put some more pieces around them, Brandon Staley is only in his first year, second time, year head coach, second time around, could potentially have this team marching in a different direction. I think that they'll fight to the end and they'll make us go, but then in the end, it'll be, they'll come up just short.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we're all on the same page there. By the way, wait till you hear what LeBron James did yesterday. Thank you, Pat. Well done. Wait till you hear what uh, LeBron James did yesterday. That's Next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 8.
2: Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast.
1: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every
2: industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer.
0: All right, mm-hmm. time for a little A to Z. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn J. Willamax, ESPN Radio. LeBron became the oldest player in league history to record a 30 point triple double in Los Angeles in their win, the Lakers' win, 106 94, over the Orlando Magic Sunday. Lakers won three of their last four games to improve to 15 and 13, with LeBron topping 30 in all of those victories. Here's the question, guys. Are LeBron and the Lakers finally getting on track? Jay?
1: I think they're trending in the right direction. Uh, I don't know about getting on track like championship contender yet track. I still think they have a long way to go. But I I will say this for LeBron, oldest player to ever post a 30-point triple-double, and he did it by playing at the five position. Anthony Davis, you know, not available due to that sore knee. And How about they played row back-to-back games, Memphis and OKC. He then flew to Phoenix to watch Little Bronny play. Then flew back to play in this game and dropped that thirty-point triple-double. Mm. That says something about how mentality-wise he is focused and ready to start he's pushing. 37. That yeah,
0: time he's thirty-seven. Yeah, he's thirty-seven, and he's been playing in the league since he was what eighteen. Key.
2: Yeah, I'm not worried about the Lakers at all. I am fine. We are two games above five hundred. And we continue to get better, and as we get better, we hopefully we get healthier. We get some of our pieces back. I, I worry about things after the All Star break. I don't worry about right now. We're 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 fine. Right. I, I, I'm not going to dive into all the analytics and statistics about LeBron James and what he's capable of doing. A lot of people have counted against LeBron James and what he's capable of doing just because they don't like him personally. By the
0: way, LeBron has gone. There are two things. LeBron has gone from. Choking in the finals, which he did against, you know, when he was with Miami. No question, he didn't. He played hot potato yeah. with so the ball it's in the strong, fourth quarter. a strong word
2: there, Max. Well, it's okay. true,
0: but that's what it was. You can't be afraid to say what happened. He choked against uh, – well, who was it against? It was against Dallas. He choked. But he, he has become he since then one of the greatest playoff performers in the history of American team sports. He's had some playoff performance, like series where you go, oh, my God, it's just Filthy. Filthy. Like, KD would go off, and I'd be like, oh, my God, look at that stat line. And then I'd look, i go, LeBron's had, like, eight games like that in these playoffs. He's been insane. That's the first thing. So, like, when it matters most, LeBron's usually as good as it has ever been, basically. The second thing is this. Russell Westbrook, I keep saying it. Every year, this is his fourth consecutive year on a new team with new teammates. He's ball dominant. It takes him the first half of a season where he looks terrible, and so does the team, To get going. And in the second half, he's usually amazing. The Lakers, if they stay healthy, Jay, I'm telling you, they're going to be fine. they got to stay healthy. All right. You don't believe it? I just don't believe it yet. Don't believe it yet. All right. Chicago Bulls. This is interesting, guys. Team-wide COVID-19 outbreak continued to spread on uh, Sunday. Zach Levine and Troy Brown Jr. entered the NBA's health and safety protocols. So there, are in additions to that list announced by the team. Listen to this. Bring the Bulls total of players to nine, nine. Nine players in the league's COVID-19 protocols since the start of the month. Jay, how big of a concern is this not only for the Bulls but for the NBA? It's a major concern. So what's been
1: happening is, you know, the Bulls have a 100% vaccination rate. Yet there is a COVID outbreak on the team obviously a new variant, but one of the challenges that the league has to have is that you have to implement new rules for vaccinated players that have to be the same as unvaccinated players in order for the league to move forward. What you have is vaccinated players are still going out, they're going to nightclubs, and they're not being tested at the same rate as unvaccinated players, and that's why you have these outbreaks. So, yes, different times, but in order for the league to continue to move in the right direction, which means trying to complete a full season – Adam Silver has to change the rules.
0: Key, on the other hand, I hear what Jay's saying. He's right. There must be something done or you're going to go to the integrity of the season. But Key, on the other hand, if you make the rules exactly the same for the vaccinated and unvaccinated, you're taking away incentive
2: to to get players vaccinated, right? Like, what do you do here? Well, I think most of the players are vaccinated. There's only a handful that are Mm -hmm. not, correct? 97% of the league is vaccinated. You're right. That's most of of the players. So you might as well go ahead and implement it that way. Mm.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. The holdout's probably going to be holdouts regardless at this point. 97% is an extremely high vaccination rate compared to the general population. The NBA has gotten this right since the beginning. They look so good through the whole pandemic. It's it's really remarkable. They were able to complete the championship right in the teeth of everything. Then they come back this year. But, Jay, you're right. If the Bulls play with basically without their team – Come on, and they won't be the last team to be. Games. in the- Yeah, you gotta
1: start doing all that stuff.
0: It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. All right, um, where does the league go from here with all that? Jay's probably right. You gotta, you gotta increase the, the 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 kind of
1: daily testing for everyone. Go back, almost revert back to what it was when you were in the bubble, but you're not in the bubble.
0: Yeah, I know. For me personally, because of Omicron now, I uh, am more wary of crowds. I was getting more comfortable. I've been vaccinated twice i still have to get my booster by the way and and but I, I and now i'm less comfortable i'm getting my booster like asap because um because of what's going on
1: and what's happening in the league a lot of guys are vaccinated guys are sneeze. guys are things that sort of like oh, i'll just be fine it's cold yeah you know, they're not really getting tested at the same kind of you know volume as unvaccinated
0: players it's yeah fascinating yeah yeah i can't drag your feet all right coming up next Rex Ryan joins us. Always Uh-oh. one of the highlights of the week.
2: The Keyshawn J. Will
6: and Max Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike.
5: Must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
6: Keyshawn,
0: Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN <laughs> Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM channel 80, or smart speaker. Download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. Rex Ryan Sexy is in Rex. studio, and before during the commercial break, at, right as the music almost started playing, Jay tells Rex from where we're sitting, it's Jay, me, and Rex. And there's a garbage pail, I don't know, about mm, eight feet from Rex, something like that. Let's stretch it to
3: 10. Yeah, Let's call it, it 10. 10. stretch yeah, it to yeah. 10.
0: And Jay said, swing pass. Catch and, and shoot, catch Rex. Catch and shoot. Swings the crumpled up paper to yep. Rex. Rex calls Glass.
3: Call Glass. Cold glass. Off the TV off monitor. off the TV monitor. Oh, in. in. Nothing but the bottom. There's a rumor that the Knicks... Are looking at me.
4: <laughs> they
0: could probably use your help so right So <laughs> Rex Ryan is an ESPN analyst, not just a crumpled up paper shooter. Joins giving the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Rex, how concerned are you about Aaron Rodgers' pinky toe?
3: Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. He's going to be fine. He's just wanting to get out of practice, you know? Can I you clarify? Know? You are
1: the toe expert. I'm a toe expert. I heard expert. you refer to yourself as a toe expert. I'm a
3: toe expert, yes. and so, guys, don't worry about it. He's going to be just fine. So, yeah, I mean, come what? on, please. Nobody knows a toe better than I do. The dude's fine. He's just trying to get out of practice. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really look at the numbers. It's, so, what was more impressive to me about them was just their, their defense, too. I mean, their defense is getting better. And we're talking yeah. about, you know, who's going to win MVP, Tom Brady, obviously in that conversation. But Aaron Rodgers is right there, Rex. I mean, the season they're putting together, and most of his offensive line is depleted.
3: No, and that's what's unbelievable. Look, every single week, this guy is just amazing. And look, he goes for four touchdowns, all right, 350 yards. You know the team that he's playing is doing everything in their power to say, we're not going to let them own us and all that type of stuff. They're ready to go. They're at their best. And he just scorches them. But he does it week in, week out. And, the dude, here's the thing that is the most impressive thing about him. He's so, like, poised. Like, nothing rattles him yet he is laser-focused at the same time. And I don't think you see that in many guys. Like, it is amazing that this guy, you know, is the player he is. But here's the craziest thing. This dude's got a chance to be a free agent next year. Like, are are you kidding me? What's that contract going to look like? Yeah, just blank check
0: here. Fill it yeah. in. Okay, so here's something we're very curious to get your uh, input on, Rex. Dan Orlovsky sat in that chair. I, in I'm not USA. curious. <laughs> Key is dying to hear this. He wants <laughs> to know. Key doesn't know the answer to this question. He's really looking for you as an opinions. Form yeah, I'm sure. A, Dan Orlovsky sat in the chair in which you are sitting. I don't know an hour ago, and told us that Matt Lafleur is the
3: third best coach
0: in the NFL right now. What's your
3: reaction yeah, to give that? Give
0: me a break, dude.
3: I mean, hey, I'd be the third best coach in the NFL if I had Aaron Rodgers. Trust Stop me. Stop talking. Hey, trust hey, me. Hey,
2: Rex, hey, Rex, do yesterday. me a favor, please. Yeah. For 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 me and you for both of our health, health, don't even answer the damn question. I mean, it, it is ridiculous. Don't even answer
3: Because look, hey, the dude, look, Cliff Kingsbury should be in that conversation this year. All right? But, I mean, come on. Like, Belichick's clearly number one. And mm-hmm. then it, you draw a line. Andy Reid. And Reed. then you got Andy Reid and all the usual suspects. Mike and all that Tomlin suspect. and but, Harbaugh. But Harbaugh's, and- Harbaugh's done way more with less. Like, how the hell that team's got eight wins? They got half a roster? I mean, that that's beyond me. He'll never get the award, but it is the truth. But the, I, I want to give credit to Cliff Kingsbury. Here's a guy – that humbled himself changed the, the whole makeup of his football team because he wants to win and not just throwing it out all over the dang place like he did when he first came in a league now they're physical we're going to see that tonight all right this team right here can can go to a, a 11 and 2 with a win tonight so we'll see about it but to me he would be the 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 guy that that should get some credit being the number three guy. You're but that Matt key Leflore, definitely floor,
2: not top three key, no, according to Rex. So no. now you know. No, it's not. It's not, not even close. It, 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 what was the one thing that Rex said that I already said? He got damn Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah. Yeah. First like, thing he like, said. Uh-huh. Not, it, it, I get it. Dan Orlovsky is an offensive guy and a quarterback, so he thinks, "Oh, the coach is a great play caller blah blah blah." <laughs> he designed
5: so wonderful. <laughs> you sound like
2: Look at <laughs> uh, Stop, man. Oh, one bubble. thing that I know Rex knows is football, and one thing I know, I know is football. I may not know anything else, but that's what I do know, and I know damn well I ain't a top three coach. When I don't even want to get into Sean McVay, or Cliff Kingsbury, or mm. Mike Tomlin. I mean, like, like you, there's so many other. Coaches that are above him right now, and that, as I said to you before, if I took the top 10 coaches and I fired all of them and they were available, and then all of a sudden I fired uh LaFleur, he'd be the last dude to somebody hire, man.
1: Rex, he'd be the last one. If they won a Super Bowl this year, though, would that change your? not saying top three at all, because I think right. that conversation is blasphemous. But, like, how would that change your perception of Matt
3: LaFleur? Would it it not, wouldn't. It wouldn't Because it's not his team. This is Aaron Rodgers' team.
1: So, is that like Steve Kerr and Stephen Curry to a degree? It's like Steph Curry's like, oh, Steph Curry's I mean, team. Does it doesn't mean Steve Kerr is a top NBA coach? Well, it's interesting I parallel. I,
3: I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm looking at it. You're, you're right. I mean, if you have, like, LeBron James, right? You guys say he's one of the best of all time. Okay, I like Will Chamberlain, but that's me. But, anyway – I mean, any time you coach him, isn't he coaching your team? <laughs> like, and, and he's the coach on the floor. He's all this type of stuff. And and to me, uh, I mean, I, I want to sign up for it. Max, you can go coach this Green Bay Packer team. I'm I'm telling you, all right. And why couldn't and I can McCarthy- go be a boxing coach for? You know, whoever. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd. Hey, hey, get her done, babe. You got it. Like, yeah, I'm a great freaking <laughs> but, oh, but, boxing but, oh, but coach. But
0: Rex, Mike McCarthy lost his job coaching yeah. Aaron Rodgers. LaFleur came in, next man up, came in, NFC Championship game. Right. NFC Championship game got a little closer. He ain't ever taken the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands again in that situation. We'll see what happens
3: this year. So yeah. far, like, he can't do much better. No, I'll give him credit. I mean, he's one of five guys – that have taken his team to -to back-to-back championship games as a rookie coach. One of five guys. You're talking to another one, all right? I'm one of those five. The difference is, if I have Aaron Rodgers, I'd still be taking my team to freaking championships. (laughs) I can assure you.
1: You You taking Bruce Arians over Matt LaFleur?
3: Yeah, because Bruce is a hell of a guy. So, yeah, heck yeah. You know, go out there, have a couple of cocktails and things like that. So, yeah, I'll take Bruce. <laughs> but, look, i got to give the kid, you know, Especially the guy if you got credit. an
0: offensive coordinator and a quarterback that Bruce has, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's but
2: a, He's done a tremendous yeah. job. There's no question about it. He has. When you start talking about top three coaches yeah. in a game, that's when you lose me. You right. know, I threw all the top three stuff out the window. Though. I wasn't yeah.
1: having that conversation. Like anymore. John
3: Harbaugh, say. to me, like, guys, th- this might be one of the best jobs he's ever done. And because this team, they guys, I'm watching them. I'm like, who the hell's that? They have nobody in the back end that I'd even recognize, and they're still in these games. They got number two jumps in at quarterback, and I'm like, who's that guy? So how about uh, this, Rex? So let's leave
0: Belichick's in a class by himself, and then comes Andy Reid and yep. Harbaugh and Tomlin and who might Sean and Sean Payton right. and and Arians and guys who've won Super Bowls and who are well liked and can motivate the team and do X's and O's and all this kind of stuff. Of the young hotshots, Key likes McVeigh better. Right, I, I would say McVeigh and whatever order you want to put them in, Lafleur are leading the pack of the young hotshots behind the old established guys. What do you say to well, that? Well,
3: I, I, I mean, I like those guys. There's no question they've done great jobs. But to me, Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury has to be. Okay. He has to be in that conversation, and and I mean. He's a young dude and, and he's he's done a hell of a job. And you look at this. but his team is physical. So Keith yeah. Berry's team is physical. Yeah. And and to me that's where I, I mean, I like that that approach that he has. He can beat you being, you know, being creative in the passing game, we we know that about him. But he can also be creative in the running game. Nobody runs more out of four wides than he does, and and the, he's got a defense that's balling. So to me, I, I think Cliff Kingsbury deserves a lot of credit here.
0: Mm. Um, before we let you go, we got about a minute. What do you think the biggest? Factor in the turnaround for the Chiefs is like even if you want to say defense, what about yeah, the yeah, absolutely. That what defense is
3: balling, man. I mean, first off, Chris Jones is playing about as well as anybody, and then you got Reed from from Seattle. That was a guy they picked up. A couple, you know, it's like he's a throwing. My buddy's a throwing. The guy's playing great. They pick up Melvin Ingram, who we thought, oh, he's done or what? Well, look what he has energized that team even more, and, and Tyron Matthews just is playing like he like he always does. But I think the two guys that nobody mentions are the linebackers, these young linebackers. Nick Bolton, they drafted in the first round, and this kid um, uh, named Gay, I think, number 50, um, the other inside linebacker. These two guys are balling also. So, to me, Steve Spagnola, who i am always been like, I'm not the biggest believer in Steve Spagnola, but quite honestly, he's done a hell of a job with this football team too.
0: Rex Ryan does a hell of a job every day on the air. Thank you, Coach. You why guys he know believes, I can... Let me go Why Key believes Dak needs to clean some stuff up. Coming right up. Oh, Key okay. <laughs> almost went two for two.
2: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max
5: Podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.